this off with the top two worst albums I've heard this year. Oh. <laughs> I already know what you're I already know what one of them is. Can I, can I guess? I know what one of them is. Go ahead and guess. I'll let y'all both guess. Okay, so I feel like we probably both. I feel like we probably both know that ASAP Rocky is one of them. Yep. Um, yep. Testing. And I'm going to defend the album, but I actually don't know your second one. My second one is Quavo Honcho. Okay. I oh, feel wow. like it was another yeah. terrible album this year. That came out this year. Wait, Quavo? Quavo Honcho? That shit literally just came out like a month ago. Oh, uh, I'm thinking about um, what, what's what's the album with him and uh, Travis? Huncho Jack. Huncho I Jack, actually yeah. like that album. I, I actually never, like that. I've album. never heard Huncho Jack before in my life. I've never heard like one song on that shit. Really? Nah. I tried to avoid it too. I'm not gonna lie. Is this, got, like, I wasn't trying to avoid. Here? I wasn't trying to avoid. I just like forgot about it. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna play like 10 seconds of this song. It's on Huncho Jack. Tell me who sound like. Tell me like who could rap over this song. Like, tell me who you think of when when this beat come on. All right. Who you hear over that? Uh, I'm not sure. That's an 808 Mafia beat. First person I thought yeah, it was Southside. Southside made it. Southside. Okay. First person I thought it was Future. Like that just sounded like a beat that yeah. like Future was like, nah, I ain't gonna rap over that. Like yeah, I can hear little, Future. Uh, that little. Eh, yeah, exactly. That sounds yeah. like that's straight out of Future playbook. I can hear like Future just. I put the in the bed. I put the read in the bed. I put the. I can hear Future all over that. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's the one I heard. And once I hear that little noise, I could. That's like Southside or either 808 Mafia, which is pretty much the same thing. Yeah, that's the signature tag. Yeah. Um. All right. So I had you said you're going to defend ASAP Rocky testing. I think yeah. it's one of the worst Why? I've ever heard in my life. Um, I think that is overhated. Overhated. There's one oh, good. I've song never heard that word before. What? Overhated. You never heard the word overhated. No, nah, I never oh, heard overhated. One before. good song on what, it. What's the one good what's song? A good song. That's a that's a question. The song with Skepta. Okay, I'll give you more. That's the oh. only good song. Ironically, I love Kodak. That's probably one of my least favorite songs on the album. I think that song is really terrible. That um, doesn't even count as a song. Yeah, that song is terrible. Distorted Records. I think that's a really good song. I think that's a pretty good intro. Um, I think uh, Buckshots, fire. Buckshots, Buckshots. You know what? Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I like Buckshots, too. I think I like Guns and Butter is fire. That's like a... That's like a um, uh, uh, a Three Six Mafia song with the mm, guns from my brother, guns and the butter. I thought that was fire. I love Project Pat. Project Pat is one of my favorites, so that was fire to me. Brother Man, I think, is actually a really crazy song because he literally has French Montana singing like he Teddy Pendergrass. I've never heard French Montana do that before, but he literally like sound like an old 70s soul singer. Amp being like the 70s music connoisseur, I'm surprised you don't like that. That's probably like one of the songs that I thought was okay, but one of the reasons why I didn't like the song, I felt like it was too long. It was nah. like one of them things. I was like, okay, man, when is the song gonna end? Like it just it's 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 possible to put do too much on a song. I could feel that. Um, purity, I think Frank Ocean and them th- they think that was a pretty good song. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't think it was terrible like everybody thought it was. I can see why you thought I don't see why you could like it, but I liked it. It's some other bad albums this year too. Um that Wiz Khalifa. Kanye's album. Yeah, Kanye album was terrible. Wiz Khalifa album, um, Rolling Papers 2, terrible. Didn't even hear that. Yeah. 
Nas album's terrible. I did not play that. Um, yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, Nas ear was ass. <laughs> everybody, was hyping, everybody was hyping up that cop, cop shot the kid song. So that beat was terrible. I think that was Kanye best verse of the year, so I, I'll give him that. I love Nas, but nah, I wasn't I wasn't about to play that. Yeah, that and I that. found out like they stole the, the album cover and like a beat selection from that. That was pretty crazy. I don't know if anybody knows that. I know they stole the cover and like Nas apparently Nas didn't even get to pick the cover. Yeah, I don't think any, I don't think good music picked anything from that <laughs> that whole yeah, thing he, like that whole look, like run. Yeah, he didn't Nas said he didn't see the cover till he looked on Apple Music and seen that shit. That's hilarious. Yeah, well, all them all them good music albums were bad. That's a hot take. <laughs> that, that, hey, I, it's a hot take, but I fuck with it. I don't. We're gonna I get to that later. <laughs> man. I'll say Day, Daytona was good. That's about it. You know, like good kids. I mean, not good kids, but uh, Kissy Ghost. Terrible. I love Kid Cudi, but nah. Kissy Ghost is going to be a lot of. It's, that's going to be like number one on a lot of people's album list. Like all these like uh people that like put out their album list. That's going to be like number top five. I don't know about that. I'm going to tell you why because Fantano gave it a ten. So if he gave that a ten. I know a lot of people like pitch, nah. like not pitch for it, but like complex and all them. They're definitely gonna have a top five. I ain't going. I ain't going. I think a lot of people gonna have Daytona as number one on their list. I said it's gonna be top five at least. I thought you said number one. I thought it, you said it, it might be number one. It's gonna be number one on a lot of lists. I don't think it's gonna be number one on nobody's list. I ain't gonna say I, nobody. I don't think it is. I I, I put money. A big publication is gonna have Kissy goes. The, the hype beast number one this year is Daytona. We'll see yeah, for sure. We'll for see. Sure. We'll see. But um, Complex already put it as their number one, so you already know that how that's gonna go. We'll see. I think I, I can see time giving it number one, giving Casey goes number one. Hmm. A rolling Stone. Yeah, I can see that too. I can see that too. We'll see though. All right, I'm gonna run through my honorable mentions real quick. I got a long honorable mention list. I got uh, Trippy Red, Life's a Trip, Take Off, The Last Rocket, Little Baby, Harder Than Ever. Cardi B, I mean Car- Cardi B, Invasion of Privacy, Mac Miller swimming, um, Valet, Good Job, You Found Me, and um, J Rock Redemption. Hey, do we think that Cardi B and All Set thing is real? No, I think no. It's a publicity stunt. Okay, just, just want to yeah, make one, sure. yeah. Once bro hopped on Twitter, Thomas on fuck y'all, I miss Cardi. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's a publicity stunt. Don't, yeah, cool. don't this album come out this week? Uh, yes, already yes. come out soon. At least I know. Yeah, I think it come out this comes week. out on Friday. I think. Yeah, it's a publicity stunt. A lot of street niggas dropping this Friday. That's interesting. It's weird because that nigga ain't dropped no like not one single. You, who y'all I'm think gonna sell more? He Kodak dropped the single, but then they pulled it. They, yeah, they he dropped the single like last week, but then they pulled it off Apple Music like a day later. So I don't, I don't know what's going on. Who y'all think gonna sell more, Kodak or Offset? Because Kodak sell a lot of records on the low. Um, y'all put Offset. Think Offset gonna get him? Yeah. I don't think I don't think Offset is gonna sell that much. You don't think so? A high take. Young boy dropping on uh, Friday. I think Young boy might sell more than uh. Stop, stop it, man. I think he. I no. think stop it. No. Bro. I think Young boy might sell more than uh Kodak or Offset. I don't know which one, but I think he's gonna sell more than no. one. No, no. Why? Stop it. Offset. Why? I think he'll sell more than Offset because he. Why? Dropped, because like one of his albums, he sold like a hundred k first week. Which one? Uh, and Young boy did. Yes. One of them albums he dropped a whole bunch of albums this year, so I don't know which one it was. I think it was his first album they dropped this year. I'm not was sure that if it the was, one but that, it was like when he like first got out of prison. Um, 
Nah, he first got to prison like he, he has been in jail for like a year at least. Or okay, a year now. Okay, okay. I'm talking okay. about the album where um where uh, was it Damacy Samurai the where he where he did the the black is hot the black is hot. a thousand the first week. Uh, I don't know if it's that one. One of them did though. I don't know if it's that. One. I don't know about that man. One but of them. Did. I think Offset. He gonna um his issue's gonna be like he ain't drop no that takeoff didn't do good at all. I don't think that this Cardi B thing is even good for like publicity. Like I feel like this is like negative. And I I know like any good any publicity is good publicity, but I don't think this is gonna help his sales at all. Well, people gonna listen to it and they gonna wanna um because he like, might go, he might have a song with Cardi on it, and a bunch of people probably gonna wanna listen to it and whatnot. I think if that's the case, I heard that there weren't any features on it. If that's the case, then yeah, I don't see this helping his sales at all. Hmm. It might help it if, like, the day it come out, they get back together. Oh, that'd be so stupid. (laughs) But it's it's definitely a publicity stunt. I'm trying to to look at look at the numbers on this um this NBA Young Boy shit. I don't know if it's that one, but you can check. Yeah, I'm looking at um. That's his first album that came out here this year until Death Call My Name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's on a lot of people's lists. Yeah. That was a good um, album. I still haven't finished it. Yeah, you hate Young Boy for whatever reason. I don't hate Young Boy. I just don't like him as much as you do. You a fucking Young Boy stand. <laughs> <laughs> it don't have his numbers. Like it don't even have like what like how much he did the first week. It just got like the goatee samurai, like it did number 59 on the chart. Oh, I have no um, idea. Yeah, I don't see anything. Um, you start off your list because I gotta get my charger and my phone's or not my phone's my computer's gonna die. So um okay, I go first this time. Go uh me, um Eric, then Bonnie Eric go last. My number 10, I got Lil Wayne the Carter five. I thought that was a pretty decent album, pretty good comeback album from Lil Wayne. I don't know how many years I don't know how many years he took off. One of my uh biggest issues with this album towards the end of it, it sounded a little dated. So I don't know if y'all agree with me on that. Do you when you heard it, did you what you thought about the bottom half of it? Um I so I I put this album in my honorable mentions list. Um yeah, I agree. The bottom half does sound dated. I think it's a really long album. I think towards like the super bottom half, there's like a couple of songs where like it kind of sounds like he was trying to get back to like the newer sound. Like I think there was like a song with Metro on there that like kind of sounded a little more like modern. And like there was like a few other joints on there, but yeah, I agree. Like like, he had a song with, like, Ashanti on there, like, uh... Yeah, Nivea. Like, I think Nivea was on that shit, like, uh... Like, yeah, it was... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that name was going with the last part. But I also think that he... I also don't think that he orchestrated a lot of the album. I think that a lot of... Because I, I always hear... What I've always heard in the past about Lil Wayne albums is that, um is that his management picks a lot of the songs for him that he doesn't even know a lot of the time, like what's going on the album. I think in this case, I I think he was a little more, I think he was a little more hands-on, but um, I still think that a few of those songs could have just been thrown on there. Cause like, 
if let's like let's say he goes on on tour, like I highly doubt those bottom half joints are going to be performed. Yeah, I felt like when I listened to it because it had twenty three songs. Also, that's too many songs for an album. Not yeah, nowadays. But so, I mean, in his case, I understood. Like, I, I I wasn't mad because it had been so long since we were waiting on it that I really wasn't mad at getting twenty five songs. To be honest. Yeah. Then when I heard it. I think he should have stopped at Demons. It was like number 18. He should have stopped at that. Like the last five songs we could have did without. Like it had, yeah, the song, it had the song with Nivea. Like I don't want to hear Nivea and shit like different shit like that. So it was a decent album. I just felt like a couple of the songs were dated. He should have like said, hey, it's 2018. I don't think people want to hear a Shanti feature. But one right. of the songs I can tell he recorded a long time ago, I did like the song with Snoop Dogg. I really like that song. That song was fire. That was one of my favorite songs on the album. You can tell that's an old song, but it's like it still was a good song. Uh, yeah, for sure. I had nothing. I like I, I heard that album. I didn't have enough thoughts to like review it though. Like I don't know. I was indifferent about that. Yeah, one of the that. things I didn't like about that album, he didn't get personal at all. He didn't talk about the the shit with cash money with him like um baby owing him money. He didn't talk about why he was gone. Like he didn't get personal at all on this album. That like, one was song just, was personal. Like he was just rapping. What song? About him like trying to commit suicide. Oh yeah, yeah, that was. Um the song yeah, with XXX was, was kind of personal. Yeah, that song where he sampled uh he sampled Sanfa. I didn't like that song because I don't like Sanfa. Fun fact, I, I recently went back to listen to Sanfa and you like it's been still stuck in my head that you said when Sanfa sing, he sounded like Shannon Sharp. Yeah, I said he sound like a, I said he sound like if Shannon Sharp could sing. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't understand wow. how you can't like Sanford. That's so weird. I don't like him. Like, bro, sound like he just ate some grits and it burnt his tongue and he hopped in the booth. Bro, that's ridiculous, bro. <laughs> Sanford's one of the best singers, bro. Outline. I'm not. Bro, that's sound like, crazy. Sound like he burnt his tongue and he got his tongue out of his mouth while he's singing. <laughs> Like, bro, I don't want to hear that shit. Though. How do you feel about Sanford? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, he's all right. I'm not like I- I'm not rushing to hear his. I'm not rushing to iTunes to hear stuff or nothing. Oh, that's crazy. I think I thought he had album of the year considered last year. Sorry. Nah. <laughs> all right, your turn number ten. Uh, let's see my number 10. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, my number 10 is, um, Scorpion by Drake. Hmm. Thought it was a, a pretty strong album considering everything that he had to face dealing with all the Pusha T drama, all the Kanye drama. I thought the responses to Kanye on the album were, I thought if, I thought if you didn't listen to it good enough, you probably wouldn't have caught him. But I thought that uh, those were pretty nicely scathed. Um, yeah, no, I really, especially the rapping side, I thought the rapping side was super strong. Um, even on the R&B side, like, uh, Jaded, to me, is one of the best songs of the year. Um, like, the, some of the songs were a little corny, like the, uh, what what's the one? Uh, like, Ratchet Happy Birthday. Like, I didn't know where, yeah. where he was trying to take us with that. But, uh yeah, no, overall, I thought, I, I think people, I think people with Drake, with Scorpion, I think that this is the first album where a lot of people 
accurately graded it to what it was. Like I think a lot with a lot of Drake albums, people jump overboard with how they think it is. Like I think with uh what's the mixtape? Uh like if you're reading this it's too late, like I think people a lot of people trash that tape when it came out. I think that's his best age one of his best age projects. Facts. Like to me. Facts. Like yeah, like that's that I could still play that tape today. In fact, it sounds better today now than it did when it came out to me. Like, especially yeah, with songs like, like uh, nah, he was he was getting off on he was getting off on on those songs, like for real. And like, yeah. even like the even the RB songs, like, even those were some of the better ones that he had made in like his career. And yeah. uh, Madonna. I hate party. Madonna is one of my favorite Drake songs. That's yeah, Madonna, my favorite. Madonna's one of my favorite Drake songs. Hey, two things about that. Madonna is a nigga on KTT who chopped and screwed that. He deleted from SoundCloud. That was an amazing chop and screw. So if that nigga somehow here it is, please upload that. Two, um, that I hate party next door, but his freaking song on there is crazy. What is it? Lone? I love that song. Yeah, that song. That song is, is- oh man, that nigga party next door was in a different type of bag on that. Man. The song with Travis on there, crazy. Everything is like I love the song where he samples. Um, ooh, I forget my man's name, but it's the um. It's the ah, uh, oh, it's like a main sample. Like it's like at the very end of the uh, track list. What is it called? Um, 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 um. Uh, Fly me real slowly. Over you. Okay, nobody know what I'm talking about. Okay, never mind. I, I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Hold on. No, 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 no. I'm not finished. I think it's is it you and the six? Hold on. Or it's jungle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Like a baby sobbing over you. That song is fire. Yeah, that was a great song. Yeah, baby's in his bag. Yeah, that, that's. I think when it comes down to it, I think that when more people go back to that, I think that that'll be ranked really high amongst like his his whole like discography. It can arguably be argued as his best album. I can see. Somebody. I would not be mad if someone said that. I wouldn't be. I still to this day think his best album is nothing. Nothing was the same. Yeah, I still think that too. Mm. Yeah, I think that was his like that was like the perfect album, and that's like one of his like few projects that like was a short project. So I think nothing was the same. Was like only like twelve or thirteen songs. It was fifteen. Fifteen, and I think that's yeah. one of the issues with some of the like views and Scorpion. Like I got Scorpion on my list, and we're gonna go into details with Scorpion now. So when it comes to when it's my turn, we just run through it. But um, one of the things I felt like the issue with scorpion was and views it had like way too many songs like um i don't know how y'all feel but side b on the scorpion was i felt like scott side b could have been an album by itself it'd be honest. i prefer side b to side a. I, I think he should have put them out at, after hearing it i would have much rather heard it condensed into one album and I would have much rather heard more of side B than side A because Yeah. Like there's a couple cool rap songs on side A, but side B is way better to me. Yeah, because it's like some of the I got amazing intro. Survival was a great intro, nonstop. And then like when it gets to like elevate emotionless and like stuff like that. I can understand why guys playing and I'm upset was on it, because it was like those did good as singles, so he kind of like wanted the streaming numbers. <clears throat> but it's just like some of the other one, like uh can't take a joke and all that stuff. Is there more like that could have did? I, that could have like been off the album. 
Yo, you know oh, what's whoa, so whoa, funny whoa, about whoa, Drake? Whoa. Hold on, is is there more to song with Napalm? Yeah. What? Nah, Napalm is fire. Anything Napalm is involved, I gotta get that's fire. Napalm went crazy on that song. Yeah, Napalm did like the uh, end of it. Yeah, this I forget how. Oh, she was the. Yeah, she did the. Aaliyah song. Hey, I want to say shout out to Napalm for beating cancer. Shout out to her for that. Oh, I didn't know she had cancer. Yeah, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. She was diagnosed with breast cancer and recently, like last week, they like took it out of her or whatever, and she's like cancer free. So, bless her, man. Shout out to her for that. Yeah, it's like it's like a couple of them songs like it could have did without. I didn't like summer games on um um B side. I like that because it sounded like it's Ram Riddle song, and I'm a Ram Riddles fan, and it just reminded me of that. It's not it's Ram Riddle song called Summer Bummer. So yeah, I honestly think that he heard that song and just like kind of redid it, but pretty uh cool. what's the song with um Static Major and Ty Dolla Sign? Ty Dolla Sign was After crazy. Dark. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, nominated. I, that's nominated for a Grammy. So hopefully, on um, Static Major, he went one. Rest in peace, him. Yeah, for sure. It's good stuff. Um, I didn't like that song with Michael Jackson on it. No, that song was trash. I can feel that. I like March 14th, but I like the second half of March 14th. The little end part. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I didn't like the little beginning of it. I, I think Final Fantasy. Is uh, I think the beat to the first part of Final Fantasy is really crazy. Like, I don't know why that's not like the whole song, but that beat is like really crazy. Like, that, that... I think that was fire. I don't want to hear him about eating coochie, but <laughs> right. didn't have blue tin on it, man. Side B was crazy, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then speaking of Ty, too, his background vocals on Jaded that was like what that was like another element to the song that just made it like yeah that was that's one of drake's best r&b songs to me oh no jada is jada is one of the best r&b songs of the year period i think finesse i think finesse is better than jada i would not say that but finesse is really good but it's jaded is something special jaded is really good i think finesse is like 1a finesse and jaded is 1a 1b for like best r&b songs for sure for sure for sure it's crazy drake we let a jewish nigga come and freaking do R&B like that. That's crazy. When bro. I first heard Finesse, I think I ran that back like 30 times. Crazy. Like, that, song same, is, that song is crazy. I did the same thing with Jaded. Like, and like, I think it was uh, like, it was like, uh, I was getting off work, so it was like getting dark out, so it was like perfect, perfect going on music. No, I would have been crying if I would have heard that at night time. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, he to think about an old joint, like, man. Yeah, facts. You know yeah. yeah, but nah, sure. Scorpion is nowhere near my list at all. So I'm gonna let that be known. But it's pretty That's good, fine. Pretty yeah, good I can, song. I can respect it. It had too many songs on it. I think I'm not Drake, mad at that at all. Th- then I hear he's about to come out with another album. If he does think, come out I don't with, think an, that's true. You don't think it's true? If he does no. come out with another album, like the next album, it definitely he need to stop trying to chase the streaming numbers. Like you already did two billion streams back to back. Yeah, just drop a good. Just focus on a good short fifteen track album. The thing, the thing with Drake is that he always does this at the end of every tour. At the end of every tour, he always says, "Oh, I'm coming out with a new album. I'm working on a new album." Blah blah blah. And then we never get it until like he's basically ready for the next huge thing, and that's never for like another year and a half or like two. Yeah. So yeah, no, I don't. I think if we get a Drake album next year, it'll be like. Maybe like fall, 
It, I think he dropped albums depending on like what singles do. Like mm. he dropped like some singles, and if those shit just go crazy, like okay, let me go ahead and drop this album. Like yeah, I agree. I agree because like, this year he did that. He he planned that out. Besides the whole pusher thing, I think if that wouldn't have happened, I think he would have he would have hit even crazier numbers because the way that everything was going for him was it was literally lined up perfect. Yeah, because like God's playing went diamond. He was like, okay, let me go ahead and drop that drop that single for that. So it was just like, yeah, he's just like an opportunist. Like he know when to drop his shit. So if he drop, so if March come around, you see Drake drop two singles, you're like, okay, you see what this nigga doing. Yup. So uh, what were we number ten? Yes. Yup. Who turn was it? I lost track. Was it me? Yeah. It was yeah, you. it's you. Um. Okay. Well, like I said once again, this is not in order. But I will listen to this album today, and it's really it's not an album. It's an EP. But who cares? It's one of those EPs that deserve to be in the talks. And it's my boy, man. The best part of Crew, Brent Fayaz. Hmm. Really, really good EP. It's called Lost. Really good singing on there. I don't know why, but it's something about his voice that really, like, I don't know. It's something I love about his voice. It's different. It's very subtle. And I don't know. It gives me, like, nostalgic vibes. And it's just a different voice, though. So, yeah, Lost is a really good EP. It's really short, but it's really, really strong. So, yeah, we'll start off with that. Good I, don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm a fan of his voice, man. I don't know. It's just something about him I don't like. Um, you. Sh- I told you listen to Sonder, and you said no. That was the EP that he I dropped listen, last year. I listened to Sonder's son. No, that's not better than Sonder. I'm oh, telling you, listen to Sonder listen. has one of my favorite R&B songs of the decade, and he's talking about like almost falling in love inside the club, and it's just it's crazy. What's bro. the name of the one he just dropped? I just told you. The one you just said. Lost. Yeah. Lost. Okay. Okay. I got you. You can listen to that too, but I, I'm telling you, listen to because Sonder is him and a producer named Sonder. It's okay. so so good. All right, so you said listen to Sonder's son. Sonder into that's what it's called. It's called into by Sonder. All right, so you said listen to Sonder's son. No, it's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just all fucking with you. I listened to Sonder's son and I was disappointed. I don't know what it is about the album, but it's not him. Like yeah, that's I'm what I saw. Like son, I'm like, bro, this is terrible. No, it's not him. Like I, I've never heard anything like that with him, and it sounded completely different from anything he does. Listen to Into. Oh my gosh, man, I, I, bro, I'm gonna force you to listen to that as soon as we're done with this. Yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna force you to listen to one song off there, bro. It's crazy. But all right, yeah. so um, let's do my number nine. Now this album at the beginning of the year, like we did, like uh, shout out to J Five, he was on the podcast. We did like a mid year top 10 list yeah. albums and i had this number one on my list but like throughout like when the year went on and um progressed it started dipping off my album list because the replay the replay value kind of wasn't as good as when it first came out um i got number nine and this is probably gonna be on a lot of people's number ones probably or top three at least i got nipsey hustle victory lap Mm, I was just listening to that yesterday. It's funny you say that. Good album. I got that on my list. I got that on my list too. Good album. I like most of the songs on the album. It's just like the replay value dipped on it, man. Like it's just it's a okay. It's just like I'm just not as excited as when I first heard it. I could feel that. You know, it's a really good song off there. Um, the reason that I even went back to the album is because I was playing MLB the show 18, really good game. 
But I was playing that song. I, mean, I was playing that game, and a uh, loaded basses came on. That's a song with him and CeeLo. It's a really yeah, good song. Yeah, it's a good song. Um, it got nominated for a Grammy. Yeah, so. it's good for him. And he's getting married apparently with uh with Lauren London. So oh, I didn't know that. Good for him. Yeah. That was, uh, that, was uh, that was like my crush as a child. Shout out to her. Yeah, same. I feel that. So I got um number nine Nipsey. So I guess we could talk about it more when um Eric when you when you put on your list. So it's not your turn now, number nine. <laughs> oh, all right, for sure. Um I know this album just came out, but um and I actually thought about even ranking it higher, but it, I only didn't just because it just came out. But uh number nine I got uh championships by Meek Mill. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I think um, the really the only reason I don't have it higher is because it just came out. Okay. If I didn't, though, it would probably be sitting at like number like five or six, to be honest, because mm. uh, I think it's Meek's best project to date. Um, Definitely, I think that a lot of people <clears throat> were wondering if he could come out or ever even put out an intro that was even somewhat close to the dreams and nightmares uh intro and even though i don't think that this one came close i think that it's a very solid stepping point i mean the sample like everyone er everyone pretty much knows that song so i mean there's nothing to even say about it like he he definitely killed that flip i think the first half of the album is some of the strongest material that we've heard all year and I think that just when I heard it, I, it, it standed alone amongst so many albums that had come out just before it that I it almost made me forget about a lot of stuff that had even come out. Like I had to go like 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 we were talking about like uh, in the DMs the other day. Like I had to go back on like my iTunes just to look at everything to like see like what came out this year just because so much came out. But uh, yeah, I think uh, championships is like I said. If it if it wasn't like a two fresh off two weeks out, like if this album came out like a month ago, I it would probably be sitting at number five. But, I will uh, say my fault. Yeah. No, but yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I will say even though that's also not on my list, um, I think Oodles and Noodles Babies is uh one of the like that's a song of the year contender in my opinion. Like no matter what yeah. genre, that song is like. God, like that song is crazy, man. man Do you guys a... think that people are overrating the Jay Z verse? No, um, I don't think so. It was like a, it was a strong verse. Um, I but think it, that. But one I of was... the things is, um, I wouldn't be mad if somebody said the Rick Ross verse is better than the Jay Z verse. Okay. My brother just said that to me the other day. Well, he didn't say that. He said that if Jay's verse was a little bit shorter, he said that Ross's verse would be better. My favorite part on that Russ verse is him talking about the pig intestines. I thought that was hard. Um, yeah, same. But I don't. I I will say that my favorite feature from him, as of like recent time, is on Drug Dealers Anonymous with uh, Pusha T and him. I think that verse is like insane. I listened to that recently, and that was just like him at like a peak. I would say that this verse is not better than his verse on Drug Dealers Anonymous. It's a good verse, but the Drug Dealers Anonymous verse. That was the verse where he did the the damn damn you. Um, that's what they said when all white vans came through. I thought that was a hard part, but yeah, that that verse is crazy. So I'll say that. Yeah, that's like 
that's like one of the Jay Z verses, like in years, like one of his best verses to me. Like it was really good. I don't think it was overhyped at all. It's just yeah, it I was just kind of it was kind of weird, like he how they let him rap so long because that nigga was rapping for at least like two or three minutes. I mean, it's Jay Z. You got to give yeah. him like fifty bars, I guess. Yeah. Right? But like I said, right. I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad if somebody was to say Ross verse was better. Yeah. Um, the Drake song is just cool to me. Yeah, it was cool. It was just nice seeing them back. It's yeah, kinda, yeah, it's kind of like it reminds me of when like um how um Jay Z and Nas when they got back together and they kind of like dropped like Black Republicans. Yeah, and it was kind of like it was like ah, and then they came with another track. They came with the yeah, song. Then, from, um, yeah, the song with on um the Frank Lucas. What's the what's the shit called? Uh, brain not working. To an American Gangster. Yeah, oh, American, American Gangster. Gangster. Oh yeah. man, uh, I know I know what you're talking about. Cause Jay smoked Nas on that. I know. I don't know about, about that. You gotta forget. You talking to a Nas stand right now, so you know. Say that. I'm a Nas <laughs> stand too. Okay. Nah, I think the song with him yeah, and Cardi B success. That's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, it came in. Right. They just going back and forth. So I think that's what. So like when when they do this second one, I think that's gonna be the song. But they were just trying to get a feel for themselves, getting yeah. back in the booth. I think yeah, this only him. I think this only him and Cardi B is really good. Yeah, yeah, she went off on that. Yeah, she went she, crazy on that with the what she said. She said, "Um, I was in a strip club and now I'm totally different pose." I thought that was a fire bar. I yeah, like that said a lot. She's gonna put the burner to the bundles. Oh, <laughs> bro, bro, she was in a different type of bag. Putting the burner to the bundle, that was fire. Kodak hook. I think Kodak Hook at uh, Tic Tac Toe was the best part of the song. That hook is very fire. Is it me or did Kodak sound like BG on that one? Um, he sounded he kind of did. Yeah, I kind of was. I was getting. I was getting BG vibes from that. I was like, he kind of sounds like BG on this. I mean, you know, Florida niggas, man. He probably listened some old Cash Money and just made that made that hook, man. So yeah, pretty good stuff. It's a couple of Kodak songs where he sound like just like BG on it. I can feel that. Also, lastly, want to say that um. I need somebody to put this album in Garage Band and chop up every Spanish verse. That'll be very appreciated. So chop off. Yeah, because that annual AA nigga or Daddy Yankee, whoever that was, that was terrible. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't like that, but I can understand why he did it. I get it because yeah. I mean, like I a, too. I guess like a that's, Spanish Harlem that, song. That song's gonna go up in New York. I'm not. Yeah, like all them all them dream New York niggas is gonna be uh, <laughs> calling a populist to that song. So I'm like, <laughs> that's the. That's gonna go up on somebody on um, balcony, for sure. Yeah, they definitely gonna be having a uh, cookouts on a rooftop to that song. So for sure. One, the other one with the chick Melly, that was almost pretty decent. That's y'all, have y'all? Have y'all took a look terrible. At her? That verse was terrible. Dude. Have you took a look at her though? Nah, that verse that verse hard. Once you see a look at her, <laughs> that was verse of the year. Okay, maybe I need to see her. Hold on, go my look at, go, verse of the year. Yeah, that's verse of the year. Go look at her. Hold on, let me look up Melly real quick. <laughs> yeah, hold yeah. on, wait, wait. Pull up the iPad real quick. Yeah, go, go look at her. She got versity, bro. Go look What's at What's her IG? But her oh, lips. Oh my god. Just M E L I I. It's two eyes. M-E-L-I-I. Yeah. What is this? Who is she? Told you. Okay. I get it. I get it. That's first year contender. I'm lying. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I. 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 I would not like to agree with Amp on this. Yeah, that's first year contender. Yeah, I told y'all. You see the third pick with the ass? Yeah, she. She got first of the year. Yeah. That's so a fact. Go ahead. Who was that, that feature of the year? Um, who was that feature of the year like a couple minutes ago? I forget. 
Oh, uh, uh, your boy Donnie. Yeah, Donnie. Yeah, man, he has to scoot aside. Sorry, Don Tolliver. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm, pre I'm pretty sure he'll understand. I wonder how Meek even found her. Um, I don't know. Shout out to him for signing a woman, though. Oh, he signed her. Well, I mean, her album cover. I mean, her her promo picture is his album cover, so I'm assuming that she signed him. Mm. And I say shout out to him because um, Rick Ross said he could never sign a woman. Remember that? Yeah, that was it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I do remember that. That nigga oh, wow. said, I could sign a woman. I had to smash her. <laughs> that was crazy when he said that. that hey, Rick Ross. Crazy. I think Rick Ross might be the most problematic rap artist in this decade. Him, Future, and Thug, they like top three. Facts. Because they just don't give a fuck. They just don't say what they got to say. And it's crazy. You would think Ross been in it for so long. He would know what to say and what not to say, but he just be talking like he, he don't care. I think he's in a position where he can say what he want to say. I can, I see. Like he must feel like he's untouchable, but yeah, he might be because he's after, nigga. He said a lot of crazy after, stuff. I mean, that's the name of his label, the Untouchable Maybach Empire. <laughs> yeah, after that Fifty Cent shit, he probably felt he named his album Teflon Don. After that, he really feel Teflon. <laughs> Is Rick Ross the only nigga that can't get me too? Well, they tried to. They, they tried to tried. do it to him. When? Do you want to even know it? When you put mm. it in your mouth, no, no, I'm talking about y'all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he really might be untouchable. That's crazy. Uh, no, but imagine if that song came out now. Yeah, it would be. I, he 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 did that. If like that song but, came out now, it would be a rap. Bro, he did that he, like I right he, before. I think, did, I think he did that right at the beginning of me too. Like one of the people, first no, people that got no. Yeah. It wasn't that. It wasn't it called. Was it wasn't darkness. called the Me Too. It wasn't called the Me Too movement then. But when that verse came out, it was like one of the. It was like one of, at the start of like the, the you can't do this type movement. Not it, yeah, yeah, okay. That song came out like seven years ago. That was right before this whole like PC era. So he, he nah, because yeah. I remember it was a big deal. They were talking about it on like radio station no, it, it like definitely every, was big deal. like everybody was calling in about it like i remember it was a big deal because I, I remember people was like uh it, it was like why can't why can't rick ross say that and eminem talks about raping his mom like i remember that was a big thing so yeah, that was pretty interesting one of the things one of the reasons i remember it was a big deal is because um on twitter like i remember there was like a uh i don't remember if rocco was performing and uh future or future and like uh ross just wasn't there but uh, they was playing the song somewhere, and I remember it was like a bunch of chicks, and they was all in the front row, and they screamed the Ross lyrics, and I was like, and, and it had like over like a fifteen thousand retweets or something like that. It was wild. That's amazing. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> Rick Ross really might be untouchable. Shout out to him. Yeah. Uh, I think it's your turn, Eric. Uh, Eric, we on number. Yeah. Eight. All right. So, yeah, we're not. So I'm gonna say, um, Ice Age Beyondless. Ice Age is a punk rock band, and um, I really like their last album. It was really good. I think this uh, is a nice follow-up to their last album, which might be like a, a punk classic, might be considered a punk classic. This right here is a really good follow-up. Some really good stuff on here. I think Catch It, if you like, if you have no idea what I'm talking about and you don't know if you want to listen to this, you should listen to Catch It by Ice Age. I think that's one of the best songs of 2018. They were in a different type of bag on that. And um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Ice Age Beyond. This a super, super duper good punk album. So yeah, I don't think I'm gonna listen to that because I don't think I really like punk like that. So um, you probably won't. I don't know. Yeah, you probably won't like. It. I don't know. Um, my number eight. Uh, we just talked about it, so I just zoomed past this. I got number eight. I got Drake Scorpion. 
Hmm. So, Eric, you going. Uh, number eight, I got Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B. Okay, yeah, that was on my honorable mentions. Really good album. Way better yeah. than I thought it was going to be. Same. <clears throat> and that's kind of why I put it as number eight. Because I think it kind of exceeded everyone's expectations. Um, I think it, I, I, I think, you know, selling wise, whatever, I don't really care about that. But I think that um, for a debut album, I think that it was a really strong one. And even if even if like, you know, like she doesn't write all of her stuff, I think that like a lot of those ideas were still definitely flushed out by her. And I think that she showcased that on a lot of these songs. Um, there's a few songs on it that I don't like. Like I don't like the song with Chance. Um, I like that song. I really like this song. I don't like Chance verse. I like the hook on it. Okay, all right. Like okay, she's I, I like her verse. She snapped on her verse, and then like Chance start rapping. I'm like, man, shut up. That's why I don't like it. It's because of Chance. So I'll, I'll so then let me not even say that. I just don't like Chance's part. I've actually never heard that album. So. It's really good. Like I, it is um, really good. I procrastinate and don't listen to it. Then, like one day, I said, "Man, fuck it." I was just bored one day. I listened to it. I was like, "This is really good." I thought it was. I thought it was out before the females. So didn't listen to it. It's shockingly not. It's really good. Yeah, no, it's got songs for everybody on it. Yeah, it got songs for everybody. I really like that album. Well, to, to balance that, because that's one of the reasons why I didn't um, listen to it. But then I heard, I was like, "Man, this is really good." Well, to balance it, I do have a female rapper on my list, but it's just not Cardi B. So. We'll get to that later. All right, Eric, were you done? Not to see you. Um, yeah, man, I think um, the intro was super strong. I think the uh, what uh, what else was on that album? Um, the song with the Migos drip. I mean, I like that. Migos was fire. I like that. I like it like that. I thought that's. Oh yeah, that's definitely one of the best songs of the year. I've heard that. I've heard that like at every like concert or like festival that I went to, and yeah, it goes off everywhere. Uh, two number ones on this album. Yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I was Cardi B, man. Great album. Right, um, you here. you had this as your mixtape, but I'm going to say Hoover's Problem One Matrix. So okay, yeah, I think that's a pretty Yo, good album. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Bro Disky. Bro Disky went crazy on that. He really like guided Hoover's Problem One. Hoover's Problem One didn't like recycle bars because he likes to say like certain type of bars a lot. But like he, about smoking gelato. Yeah, or uh, how he wilding out like Nick Cannon. Yeah, he killed that Nick Cannon one. He do that Nick Cannon. That's like his check down. That's like, you know, when quarterbacks do check downs, that's his check down ball. <laughs> wilding out like Nick Cannon. <laughs> that's when that's his check down. Yeah, that's his check down. Like, he always come with that. But he didn't. Like, he, he abused oh. that during, during Rich Hood. He abused that line. Like he said that Yo. Like, like, on, on a couple of songs. He said that like three times. I'm like, bro, come on, bro. <laughs> I wild out with the cannon. All my niggas wild out like all right, come on, bro. That's his check down, bro. That's he, hilarious. He nah, Bo- that's his Blake Bortles bar. That's his Blake Bortles <laughs> bar. <laughs> really funny. That's really funny, man. Um, yeah, oh, I mean man, also funny. speaking of uh Louis Farrakhan dropping the album and Hood's probably one. Oh um, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Who's Paul Wan? That's how he says, um, he says, uh, how you gonna rob me, nigga? I'll rob. Be Aki Louie. Fair kind. Don't do that, my nigga. Quit draw. 
So yeah, shout out to um, Oh yeah, don't do that, my nigga. Don't do that, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, was, that nigga say that's funny. I love it. that nigga say how you gonna rob me, nigga. I'll rob. Like I'm just imagining like <laughs> that I'm was so hilarious. I'm like imagine nigga trying to rob him. Like nigga, do you know what I do for a living, nigga? Like, yeah, he got robbed. Nigga, this is my job. <laughs> that's funny. Man. Oh man, that was a great song. That yeah. oh man, that's a Pablo man. That's a uh, that's yeah. a good song. But yeah, the Matrix is uh I think that might be like my favorite body of work from him. Like from one to seven. Damn. All right, I guess it's my turn. Number seven. I got black Eastland love letter. Oh, okay. Can we skip Great it? album? <laughs> Great that's album, on, right? Can, that's no. on my honorable mentions list. I should have put that on honorable. List. Can we skip it? Right. Come on, come on. Let me explain. So you don't like that album? <laughs> he don't like he don't like black because he heard that whatever song that was. What song? I could hear my ex calling. Ex calling. He remixed. He remixed Perky's calling. Oh, that's is that the only reason? That's the I'm only. Saying, that's I've, the only reason. That's like, the only song I've, I've ever I've ever heard from him, and it was so bad that I vowed to myself I will never listen to Black ever again in my life. Oh my God, bro! Nah, you. That's such it. a pet. That's a petty ass. Reason. That's a stupid. Bro, reason. that song is really that bad. Like it's god awful. Like I don't want to listen. Now, all right, so I'll give it to you that it's bad, but his his solo material is wet. Amp no. even told me, Amp said, if that was the first song you've ever heard, you would have never listened to him. That's what you told me. I so said I would. Qu- I said I didn't say that exactly. I said I would question listening to him. Well, okay, so sick this um East Atlanta love letter. I still have not heard his last album. I think it was like Free Black or something like that. I haven't heard it either. I've never heard Free Black. I've never heard that song that Eric's talking about that he hate. I East Atlanta Love Letter was the first black anything I heard. I went into this with a clean slate. I listened to a friend and back. This shit is really is really good. It's like top five R and B albums this year. It's I'm like really mad good that I didn't put this on my list. Yeah, it's like it's really good. Like he killed like a lot of those songs. Like he's got good singing. He's got good songwriting. Um, he got everything. The song got with good. Offset's one of my favorite songs of the year. Yeah, Balenciaga Balenciaga Challenge song. Yeah. That song's hard. The song with um J. Cole's even hard. Yeah. Um, the song with um what's the dude named Khal- Khalid? Yep. Yeah, I think it's called Summer or some shit like that. Yeah, I, I normally don't even listen to Khalid, but uh yeah, I don't I, yeah. I'm not really a fan of Khalid, but yeah, that song, man, that album's hard, man. I don't know about the song with future on it. Yeah, I don't know what Bonnie Airy talking about, bro. This album's very hard. Yeah, I'm not bro, listening. Yeah. No. Dog, you gotta listen to it. It's, it's <laughs> he's not gonna listen to it. I'm, I'm legit. Like I, I swear, I vow to myself, never listen to that nigga. Like, I'm not gonna listen wow. to him nor Jacquees. I don't like Jacquees. I don't I blame you for Jacquees. I, I don't blame you for that at all. Yeah, Jacquees terrible. I'm not listening to Jacquees. I mean, but he's the king of R&B, so I mean, I'm mad. Okay, him. stop. Uh, <laughs> uh, but man. yeah, this, this um, this East Atlanta love um, I about to say East Atlanta love letter. It's a really good album. Number six on my list. No, number seven. That's seven. Yeah. All right, Eric. What's your number seven? Uh, rest in peace, Mac Miller. My number seven is swimming. Mm. Oh, shout out my Mac Miller. Rest in peace, him. Um, I will admit, I did not give this album its proper respect when it first came out. Me neither. And, I listened to it after he died, to be honest. Yeah, and it's crazy because I've always been a Mac Miller fan. But I think... I think I kind of started to drift away after uh, what was that album he came out with where he was singing all over it? Um, uh, 
Are you talking about Divine Feminine? Feminine? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's not that I didn't like it. It's just that I just didn't want to hear him start to go in that vein because I really enjoy when he raps. So when I heard Swimming, I kind of had to go into it because he did sing on a few other songs too. And like he does that from album to album. But like... I, I just think that with this one, at, when I uh, when I officially heard it, I was a little more disappointed in myself that I didn't go back to listen to it before, because it was definitely one of his strongest albums that he's done to date. And uh, yeah, man, it sucks that he's not here to still make more music. It, it, and you know, he was about to go on tour right before. Like it seemed like he was yeah. real, like excited to like get like really get the album moving like it seemed like even before he died like people were receiving it really well so it's like you know it sucks that he's not here to uh celebrate that in his life and everything that you know we could have still gotten from him but you know rest in peace to mac miller he definitely uh he definitely left us with a lot of good gems that's for sure definitely Definitely. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't listen to it for the exact same reason because it was like he was dropping like continuous like albums and stuff that I wasn't feeling. So when it came out, I was like, "Man, I ain't listening to this." And then like he died, and I'm like, "Man, let me go ahead and listen to this album." And then I heard um, "Carefree." Ooh, man. And that man, that that yeah, that that album is really good. It's really deep. And he was working on something, so we probably gonna get another album, maybe. I hope we do. He's he one work, of the he people. He, he's one of the people. Like a lot of people, after they die, like I understand why people want to continue to push their music, but <clears throat> it for some reason, like for me personally, like I just get turned off by like listening to music by people after they've gone. Like I would rather listen to what they had when it was still when they were still here. Mac Miller's one of the people I would I would not be mad at if we got a few albums. Uh, from him. Uh, what's the name of them? Like po- posthumous albums? Is that what you call them? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I always read it as like posthumous, but yeah, I, it's posthumous. Yeah. Okay. Posthumous. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Def- I wouldn't be mad if we got a few projects from Mac after the fact. Okay. Yeah, because um, he was working on something. Like literally, when he died, he had like an IG full IG story of him like in the studio. Yeah, like he was playing on his keyboards. Like he was literally working on a beat like the night that it happened, which is wild. But yeah. Um. Okay. I guess next. Uh. Yeah. Kind of talked about this, but uh, when, well, we kind of did, but kind of didn't. But NBA YoungBoy before Dev calls my name. I think that's a really good album. It's a lot of good stuff on there. Um. Diamond T Samurai. He dropped a lot of stuff. This is his like personally. I want to say that I think that he's the MVP of rap this year. I think that Kodak was the MVP of rap. <laughs> Look, exactly. Think- All right, so let me stop you. You say stuff like that, and then when I be like, no, and then you turn around and say, I hate NBA Young Boy. You do hate. I don't hate. NBA I, don't hate M- I love NBA Young. Bro, I kind of sort of put you on NBA Young Boy because I remember there was. I remember there's a point where you wasn't listening to him, and I was listening. I wasn't. Yeah, you're right. So it's I didn't like listen to you though, nigga. <laughs> so it's like it's like one of them things. It's like, come on, bro. Like I like him, but I don't like him as to say he's the MVP of this year is a stretch. Because well, even like Kodak was he, the MVP of last year. Because even he was a low. I wouldn't say he's the MVP because MVP means you was killing the whole game. 
he was like he was like, the, he was like the sleeper sleeper MVP. You think I don't know, man. I feel like people would do that because he dropped two very solid albums last year. He was like the sleeper because because <laughs> Gunner had a better year than NBA Youngboy. No, 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 no. I said, would you say that Kodak was the MVP of last year? I would say he was like the sixth man of last year because he was just dropping a bunch of like low key okay. shit. Okay, so I, I'll go with that. And I would say that NBA Youngboy is the sixth man of this year. Okay, I'll respect that. Because he dropped a lot of music and a lot of it is really good. And I think it's really interesting that a hood street nigga is talking about his depression, definitely from the South. So I think it's really interesting to hear him talk about how he's depressed and things like that, because a lot of street hood niggas from the South don't talk about their depression. So was outside on Until Death Call My Name? Um, Outside. I ain't going outside today. That's one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Then that um, was platinum. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff on here. It's um that's on here, Diamond Samurai, Overdose. Uh, he got a song of Birdman we here. Like he got a lot of good stuff in here. So, yeah, shout oh, out Overdose to Overdose um, was on there too. Yeah. Oh wow. yeah, that was the intro too. About that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's so much good stuff on that album. So, shout out to NBA Young Boy. That's uh, it's a really good album, young man. He young uh, man. Hit <laughs> <laughs> that, that nigga. Hit that nigga older than you. Or y'all about the same age? <laughs> no, nah, he's a year younger than me. Oh, okay. All right. Um, number six, I think. You know. Number six, I got the weekend. My dear, melancholy. Mm. Almost nah. put this on my list too. Yeah, very good EP. Five songs. Got some of the best songs I've heard this year on it. He was in his um. Yeah, he went back to his old bag. Yeah. For sure. I'm, inter- I'm interested. Reminded me of uh, Echoes of Silence a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm interested <laughs> to see how the new one gonna sound because he's happy and engaged. Oh yeah, it might it might be a rap. So it might be it might be trash. Yeah, because when he was going, bro, he was hurting on the CP. Yeah, I don't know because Starboy was like extra happy and popping. It was good. I don't think Starboy was that fire. I love Starboy. I love Starboy. No, yeah, Starboy, Starboy was like extra. Starboy had a lot of um happy songs on it, so he might he might be good. He just gotta keep it like pop. He'd be straight. I'm not gonna lie. I really only like Sad Weekend. To be, it's like Mary J. Blige. You know how people only like Sad Mary J. Blige. I only yeah. like Sad Weekend. A lot of people probably don't don't respect my um, Weekend fandom because I didn't start liking Weekend until like the um, Beauty Behind the Madness. That's crazy. I didn't like. I didn't like how the, what's the House of Balloons. You don't like that. Trilogy? I didn't like. I didn't like Trilogy. What Kiss Land, Kiss Land was okay. I didn't really like him till Beauty Behind the Madness. So you like. So you only like him for his pop stuff? Oh yeah, I only like pop weekend. Oh, that's okay. That's trash. Yeah, we yeah like the real weekend where he's like in his bag bag is trilogy weekend because that's that's yeah. Like, I don't re- I didn't really like that. Yeah. I like I like fake weekend. Hot take. I, like, I can't. I like king of pop weekend. I like fake weekend. That's why. <laughs> I can't wait till next year. I'm gonna make so many videos about what's the best of the decade, and I can't wait. To say that Kissland is one of the best albums of the decade, can't wait to make that video. So, yeah, Kissland was cool, but I just like Beauty Behind the Madness. I thought that album was perfect. Nah. Beauty Behind the Madness is incredible. I like the fact that he had white people talking about snorting cocaine. You know what I will say about Kissland? Yeah. I had to go back and listen to that. I thought I trashed that album when it first came out. <laughs> yeah, I went back. It was it was okay. I just like I love Starboy, and I like this. Um, Melancholy EP. Yeah, okay. same. 
<clears throat> All right, so I think yeah, your turn, Eric. Number six. Um, let's see. This was kind of a hard pick for me because I had to go back and listen to this album too. Um, but I actually did it like recently within the past couple of weeks, so it's really not that much of a stretch. But my number six is uh, Redemption by J Rock. That was a letdown for me. I'm not gonna lie. Honorable mentions, yeah. Really? That was a letdown. Really? Yeah. I like 90059. I didn't really like this too much. There were some songs on here that I did like. Like I like that song. Um, what's the sample where it's like, Can you hold me, baby? Would you go home? Whatever that song is, I think that song is really good. Um, let me go here. You can talk about it. I'm just looking up track list. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's what I was just. About. I was doing the same thing. I can't remember the name of the song. Um, oh, I like the bloodiest. I thought that was a pretty good intro. Bloodiest was great. Um, uh, of course, of I course, King's Dead. Freestyle. Yeah. Of course, King's Dead. Uh, all right, all right, Bonnie. Oh. Real quick. Um, you said you like the nine. What was that? Nine double five. Like, yeah, I was just that's about to that, say you. Yeah, like that's that. weird because most people hate that album. I do not like YouTube. that album at all. I don't know anybody that hates the album. I've never heard anybody say that they dislike that album. When that album came out, people was trashing that. No, shit. No, I know people thought that one song was weird, where he sounded like he was off crack. Where he was oh, like, "Hold oh, my mind, take my strong." <laughs> like a slave on that shit. <laughs> the other reason that album wasn't good was because it it was only a few good songs on it, and it's short. No, that's that out every song in it, bro. Cause you got from you got Easy Bake with Kendrick, that song is fire. Then you got Gumbo with BJ Chicago Kid, fire. Then you got Wanna Ride with Isaiah Rashad, Nine Double Five Nine, Vice City with the whole Black Hip. Nigga, that album is crazy. Yeah, you gotta go listen. You gotta go back and listen to that. That album is fire. Oh uh, man, I don't know. I don't think I like. I think it's yeah, nah, this. I I really like Redemption a lot. I think J Rock tried to get like a little too. I don't know. I don't want J Rock to make any radio hits. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like J Rock is not a radio nigga. Like he's. I, I kind of appreciated that he stepped outside of the box a little bit. I could feel you on that though. I like Win. I like Win. Win's pretty cool. Yeah, Win is great. Dear God, I want to thank you for this big redemption. Dear God, I want to thank you for this bad bitch I got on my side. Like I could. I don't really like the song like that. I don't want to hear J Rock do this. this is, I don't want to hear J Rock rapping like you this. You ain't me, nigga. Knock it off. I thought it was going to sell decent when he put King's Dead on it with Future. Said, yeah, same, same. I listen to J Rock for like, I ain't washed wash my neck in like three months type music. That That's the type of music. <laughs> Cause that's, that's that's what he does. He's real greedy. I like that. I can respect yeah, that. I, I can respect, respect that. that. Yeah. It's not a lot of greediness on here. Even though I can respect. Yeah, he, yeah. He was trying to do a lot of. Um, this might be a hot take. He was trying to make a Kendrick album almost. I don't know about that, but it sounds refined. I'll say that. Yeah, I wouldn't say he was trying to make a Kendrick album, but yeah. but I think he took small little blueprints from Kendrick's rise to ascension and yeah. kind of. He took that um like each song when he had was starting with like back in these projects. That's something yeah. what Kendrick would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He took that from Kendrick. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Um well actually no, never mind. Uh it's uh your turn here. Um, also also when um you you've been waiting the Kendrick shit had leaked. 
a couple of them beats was on Redemption. Yup. Are you talking about that? Um, you talking about like that, like random, like list of Kendrick songs that came out like a couple months ago? Yeah, the little leak. yeah. Hey, yeah. bro, that song with Busta Rhymes literally was God, bro. That was God. Busta Rhymes destroyed him on that. Bro, I, I'm not gonna say anybody destroyed anybody. I just think that song is really good. Bro, the Busta Rhymes was if I if I rap that verse and that song never came out, I would be pissed. Yeah, facts. <laughs> that might be top five Busta Rhymes verses ever. Bro, that song is really like I don't. People forget that he can rap like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, Busta Rhymes is definitely gonna go down as one of the most underrated rappers of all time. One hundred. That's why I think it didn't come out. I think he didn't drop it because Busta Rhymes destroyed him. If I rap like that That's and that nigga didn't drop that shit, he would have to throw hands with me. Nah, people also, say you gotta think about it. There's not a lot of songs where Kendrick is rapping with another elite rapper and Kendrick doesn't have the better verse. Nah, people say that he got washed on money trees, and that's some good kid in my city. Yeah, I heard that a lot. I've heard hey. that. I've heard that statement. I think J Rock just got off on that. That nigga J Rock had the most classic line of the decade, man. That nigga said. That nigga say my homeboy just domed the nigga. I just hope the Lord forgive him. It's fire, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nigga, nigga, homeboy just domed the nigga, bro. It's crazy, man. But um, yeah, is it my turn? Yes, yeah. it is. Um, no name, room 25. Yeah. I haven't heard this album, but it, I, I've seen it on multiple top 25 lists. Fire, man. No name came through no with her. Huh? I'm not a no name fan. You said what? I'm not a no name fan. I can tell. I wouldn't imagine you like no name. I can tell it's crazy. It's a dude or a girl. It's, it's a, a woman. Is she from Chicago? Yep. Yeah. Okay. She's okay. Be, she's okay, be okay, no okay. name gypsy. Yeah, you probably she right, was on, right, right, right. Okay, got it. Got she it, got she it, got was it. on um acid rap. She was on that song Lost. Right, that's right, that's right. She was lost. So she just she changed that, the name. She had that verse on. A lot of people forget about this. Chance ain't Lil B dropped that EP. Yeah. She was on that. Yeah. So she's yeah, real man. cool with you. But, um, yeah, so this album right here, it's really interesting. She got a song here called Blastploitation. Thought that was a pretty good song. Um, Raven Lene shows up once again with a song oh, called... Oh, you know what? I have heard Black Blastploitation because the video to that just dropped. Just dropped. Yep, you know? just dropped. Yeah. I, I like that song. I like yep. that song. Really good song. Yeah, um, that don't the uh, you know the chick. What's her name? Jamil Lemieux. Yeah, the little Twitter thing. She had a. It had this little skit on it. You know that's Jamil Lemieux's dad. Did you see the video? Because I didn't watch the video. He, he got like the white guy talking about something. I could say nigga. The shit oh like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the little sample on that song. That's yeah. Jamil Lemieux's pops. Yeah, I heard that somewhere. I don't know where I heard that from, but yeah, I heard it, it, it was trying to get her out of here because, like, that's her dad, and like he was in that movie. It was called um, what's the name of the movie? It's called something with Spook. Yeah, the, the Spook by the Door. Yeah, Spook by the Door. Yeah. yeah, it was it was from that movie, and like he was one of the actors in the movie. Yeah, I heard about that. I heard about that like whole controversy like recently. Yeah, um, Ace Smino and Saba. Saba that gets a uh, he he gets a, um. He gets an honorable mention with his "Care for Me" album. That was a really good album. He's a really good rapper. Huh? That's on a lot. I saw that album on a lot of people's lists as well. Yeah. I need to check that out. Yeah, Saba is a really like. He's gonna be one of them dudes where it's like, yeah, when he's on a song, you're gonna be like, he probably gonna destroy whoever is on his song because he's he's super, from Chicago too, isn't he? Yeah, he's from Chicago. There's um, a lot of good artists from Chicago facts. coming out right That's now. That's a fact. Um, like I said, Raven Lene shows up again on Montego Bay. That's a crazy song. One of my favorite songs. 
uh, of the year, actually. Um, yeah, so shout out to No Name, man. She did her thing on here. <clears throat> All right, I guess it's my turn. My number five is Cali Uch's Isolation. Okay. So I got that. Not much to say about it. It's a pretty good R&B album. She got the song with Georgia Smith on there. She got... Uh, She's fine as hell. Fine as hell. Well, I would, both of both I would. of them are, but yeah. I got Callie Uchis over Georgia Smith, and that might just be a hot take. No, nah, I think Callie Uchis look better than her. No, nah, that, I don't think that's a hot take. Yeah, see. Yeah, I got Callie Uchis over there. Pretty good album. Let uh, me some standout songs from it. Uh, Flight 22, uh, Tyrant with Georgia Smith, um, yep. Dead to Me, In My Dreams. She got a song with Gorillas on there. The song uh, I love the song with Gorillas. After the Storm with um, Tyler the Creator and Boosie Collins, really good. Yeah, I love that song too. I'm not that big of a Tyler fan, but when I heard that, I ran that song back at least like 15 times. Mm. Really, it's, it's a really good album, man. Uh, I think it, I'm not sure if it slept on. It got your dude Steve Lacey on it. Yeah, um, he's fire. Hey, did Flower Boy drop this year? No, that was last year. That was yeah, last year. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, that was on. I think. Bonnie, Eric, that was on your list, right? Flower Boy? No. When we did it last year? No. <laughs> I don't you say you saying no like Stephen A. Smith. So matter of factly. No. 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 <laughs> Sound like Ray Lewis when he was trying to get the black people in Baltimore to start riding. No. No. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Thought you were gonna say I sound like Reap. Never mind. That's, that's too problematic. No. <laughs> stop. What's your next one, man? <laughs> what's your number five? I thank you, Nick. No, Eric's next. What, Eric, what's your number five? No, he, yeah, he's next. Yeah, yeah, Eric. What's your number five? Uh, we we already talked about this album. Um, but my number five is uh, Victory Lap by Nipsey Hussle. Victory yeah. Lap. Okay. Yeah. Um, anything to add to that? Oh yeah, I will say. Um, Nipsey's ear for beats is unmatched. Yeah. On the West Coast. Mm. I don't think that a person picks better beats than he does. He's like he's like Rick Ross and it respectably in that way. Like he like as far as Rick Ross knowing like what the perfect instru- instrumentals are to rap over, Nipsey yeah. is like there's no but I don't think there's anybody on the West Coast that's better. Like I think I think when YG first came out with My Crazy Life, I think that he was really strong with it. But then I think after his last two albums came out, I think he kind of showed that uh, he still needs a little work with that. Nipsey is like, and, and Nipsey's always been really good at picking good beats. But like, I think for Victory Lap, I think that like, especially with what the messages that he had to get across, I think that he chose the perfect uh backdrops to do it over and another thing about uh his album he had a lot of features but they were great features yeah yeah he did I, have a ton of features on there yeah like I said, that, that c-loss feature was really good to me yeah. yeah um this nigga got one flow also that's one of the things i didn't like about the album who nipsey yeah he got one flow <laughs> like he literally has got one flow over, over every beat but the production yeah, and it almost kind of sounds like he's he doesn't sound off beat when he's rapping, but it almost kind of sounds like he's having a conversation with you over the beat. Thanks. Yeah. I like Nipsey doesn't remind me of a rapper. He just reminds me of like a street nigga that picked up the skill of rapping. I don't feel like he grew up rapping. 
Like he doesn't yeah. seem like the nigga that was like at the lunch tables, like let's freestyle, let's rap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it's like even when he raps, he doesn't say anything that's super, super like witty all the time. But yeah. it's he it's the fact that what he says is very powerful all the time. It's yeah, he never lets any bars that he's saying, he never lets anything go to waste. And that's what yeah. I really appreciate about yeah, him. He's like, like a, a motivational speaker. Yeah, he's like an IG caption rapper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just not a corny one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, been, I feel like Meek Mill is an IG caption rapper. So he yeah. We, one of the one of the when I first heard of Nipsey Hustle, I didn't take him serious because his name, because it's clearly a flip off of Nipsey Russell. Right. So when I seen the nigga calling himself Nipsey Hustle, I was like, that's kind of corny. And then what I listened to they, the um, Bullets Don't Have a Name mixtape. I'm like, this nigga's pretty good. And one thing that I always applaud him for is that he was able to sell a $100 CD and people really went out and supported that. Yeah, but then Jay-Z bought like 100 of them or some shit like that. Yeah, like, the like I don't even... Like, the marketing just behind it and just, like, the reason as to why he was doing it, like, it sounded crazy at first, but then when he actually did it, and it worked. It was like, wow, like that's like that's genius. Yeah. Yeah. When it happened, people was laughing at him. He was like, you can't sell a mixtape. Not everybody selling a mixtape. So, yep. yep. Exactly. <clears throat> um, my turn. Yep. Yep. Number five. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Vince Staples Fun. I think that this is one of the most cohesive projects of the year. Like, also on my honorable mention list. Yeah. This album. So so good. Every out, every song is good. Like it's so good and it's so cohesive, and it's like it makes you want to dance throughout the whole thing. But he's rapping like real stuff. Like he's talking about and he's getting shot, but it's over like a fun beat. And I like the concept of like the radio. You know, like I would imagine. Like I was looking at Dead in Hip Hop Review, and I think they were just like, um, maybe this is this is his idea. If he had a radio station, this is what the music would sound like. I thought that was a pretty cool concept. If that's actually what he was going for. So yeah, yeah I think fun is super good. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, that's what it is. FM. Yeah. Oh yeah, you heard you heard of fun? No, I'm saying that's the concept of it. I haven't finished the album. Oh uh, yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's really good. Like I like um, I love E40 contribution with the E Mecca bitch down, Mecca bitch down. E. I thought that was pretty good. So yeah, <laughs> I like it, man. It's really good. I yeah, highly man. recommend seeing Vince Staples live. I saw him live a few months ago in uh in L.A. He was he was super dope. I highly recommend seeing him live. Yeah, I gotta see him one day. I'm glad I'm glad he um he back I'm, on that wave because I didn't like that big fish at all. Yeah, I don't know who said it, but whoever made that gay crip comment. Yeah, they say he made an album for gay crips. Yeah, that was <laughs> I was oh, not wow. a fan of Big Fish Theory. The big Fish Theory was not for me. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really rock with that. Um I gotta listen to FM. Kinda I, like, I wanna I wanna interview him just to let him know that that album is not gonna catch on because I seen where he was saying that he thinks that's what music is gonna sound like in 20 years from now, and I'm like, it's not really. What? Uh, big fish, big fish theory. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where he was going with that. Yeah. I thought maybe he was trying to make like a performance type album. I don't know what he was trying to do. Yeah. So my turn. Um, number four. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. Number four. I got Summer Walker, The Last Day of Summer. Really? Actually, I put a. I actually, I kind of should have put this lower on the list because it's short as hell. It's like. That's why I, I'm. I was just about to say. I was curious as to why you have it so high. Because yeah, I probably, short. I should, I probably should have put it lower. I just like, I just like the songs that's on it. I like them a lot. It's, it's like, uh, 
eight songs or something like that. Ten songs. It's ten songs, and it's only like twenty something minutes. So that's how short it is. But the songs that's on there are really good. Like I played the hell out of it. Even though it's short, it's like one of the best R and B albums. Um, let me pull it up real quick. Yeah, CPR is fire. The intro is fire, but the intro is only like the intro is like less than a minute. Deep is fire. A lot of people like deep. I think that's like that and CPR is like one of her standout songs, but I liked it, but I probably should have put it low on the list. No, it's all good. I, I I can see why you wouldn't have it so high. It's a it's a good project. It's good, but it's too short. You can tell yeah. she was trying to finesse the stream numbers. One hundred percent. All right, Eric. It's um your turn now. Number four. Cool. Uh, I just had to pull up the track list for my number four. Uh, my number four is the Black Panther soundtrack. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that was a very strong album to me. Uh, the song X with Schoolboy Q and Two Chains and Saudi was dope. By the way, I need a new Schoolboy Q album. I, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's been waiting on, but I need a new Schoolboy Q album. Mm, I don't he know said, if anybody else feels like that. He said he shut down after Mac died. I know. I heard. I heard about that. I hope that he's doing all right, and that's not still true. Because I would love some new music. Yeah, but I, but I, I can see that. it's probably gonna come out sometime next year, summertime. Yeah, he said it was gonna drop this year, but after Mac yeah. died, he just put everything on hold. He said he stopped recording and everything. So. Damn, man. Uh, but yeah, uh, all the stars with Kendrick and SZA, uh, the ways <laughs> with Khalid and Sway Lee. Uh, Georgia Smith's I Am, great song. Obviously, King's Dead. Uh, <laughs> Big Shot with Kendrick and Travis. Uh, this is uh, Zachary Kid. Whoever he is, I like him a lot. He was on Damn. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. I forgot. I forgot about that. Um, Pray for me with the weekend. Yeah, yeah. This this album was it was full of great songs. Uh, Paramedic, that was a that was a great song. Uh, I I don't even like Sobrb like that, but that was that was a great song. Yeah. Yeah. Um. This year was like one of the best year for soundtrack because you had this, you had the uh, the Superfly soundtrack. Superfly Creed Two was good. Creed we were just two. talking about we were just talking about it, Vince Staples. I don't know if y'all seen Creed Two the movie yet, but the scene when they played the Vince Staples song, that shit was crazy. During the first boxing match, and they played the uh, they played that Vince Staples song. That was like one of the highlights in the movie to me. Um, I haven't seen Creed haven't seen the movie yet, but yeah, uh, but yeah the Creed Two soundtrack's pretty good. Um, More stuff. There's another, but even though if it, even if it's just three. I haven't named. I mean, I haven't remembered a year where like it had like standout soundtracks and shit. Yeah, I mean, nigga, Black Panther just got nominated for like album of the year. Yup. Yeah. How how often does that happen? Yeah, King Dead got a bunch of Grammy nominations, so hopefully Future can get him a Grammy finally. And J Rock. Yeah, all the all the stars got a uh, another Grammy nod too. Oh yeah, yeah. Lottie Dottie Dot man, fire. Yeah, Bow Wow's gonna be pissed on that once. But that's it, 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 <laughs> picture of Scotty Pippen. <laughs> yeah, I got a tweet. I just tweeted. I said it looked like somebody tied him down and made him listen to throwaway for 48 hours. <laughs> Man, he was looking rough. 
Oh my god. Yo, Future's an asshole, bro. <laughs> somebody somebody had also retweeted. They were like, why does Scotty Pippen look like that? And they said, because Future keep fucking his wife. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> like, did, did, did Future not grow up watching that nigga play basketball, man? Have some respect for the legends, man. That's crazy. He don't care, man. Yeah, he doesn't, obviously. <laughs> I remember one time when that shit happened, they had, like, posted, like, a headline about his wife going back to um, Future again. And I had retweeted. I was like, it's crazy how Michael Jordan won six rings by himself. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, his legacy does it. Amen. <laughs> so it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap for Scotty. <laughs> yeah, Jordan won them with Jordan won uh three by himself and three with um Rodman. Dennis Rodman. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we are we putting Dennis Rodman back in there. Yeah, yeah, Dennis Rodman was his sidekick. I don't know about the other dude. Steve Kerr was the sidekick, man. Yeah, Steve Kerr yeah, he won three with Steve Kerr and three with three with Rodman. That's funny, man. Bro. That's funny. Um it's uh, you yeah, something. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's really crazy. Just like referencing me as a bonded air throughout the whole thing. But um, <laughs> like, like answer it to it. Just sick. <laughs> like, like you so for real too, a bonded air. Now you answer it to it. I think it's funny. Anyway, <laughs> he was um, answering not to a lot of hell. Like, yeah. Uh. Anyway. Yeah, so. <laughs> hey man. Um. I think I'm gonna go with MGMT Little Dark Age. Um, I don't know if anybody heard that album, but Damn, I didn't know they dropped the album this year. Yes, it dropped it early this year. It's really good. Um, do you you ever seen the movie Romeo and Michelle? It goes to like prom or whatever it's called. It came out like in the nineties. Yeah, I seen that. This is like literally like I feel like they watched this movie and made like a pretend soundtrack for it. Like literally every song would fit in this movie because like it sounds like the soundtrack for the Romeo and Michelle movie. So um, yeah, That's MGMT, if you know who that is. They they're they're back on their they're back on their shenanigans and it's a really good album. It's probably one of my favorite albums they've ever made. So yeah, shout out to MGMT. Go back back. I definitely need to check that out. It's super good. I love MGMT. Yeah, I, have, I didn't know they dropped the album. That's crazy. Yeah, super good. All right, um, my number three best R and B album of the year. I got Jameson, Velvet. Mm. Best album. Wow. Mm. That's, my number That's a great pick. For, hey, amazing album, front to back, man. Um, Facts, bro. Just listen, like it's it's really no standout song. Just listen to the whole thing, bro. I love. I'm not gonna lie. If I had to pick a standout song, it's gonna have to be Inferno. Inferno's crazy. That nigga yeah. was in his bag. Inferno. Um, Inferno. If I had to pick a song, explicit, real thing, so badly. Everything, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. Explicit, man. He bodied explicit, man. Hey, man. He Shots bodied explicit. Oh, if anybody's looking at this, gotta, gotta, gotta do this. If you if you want to, if you don't know who Jameson is, want to get him known better, go to my channel. I interviewed him. Go get a look at a good interview, man. It's a cool guy. So Detroit yeah, Brad was, I think your interview is what made me listen to it, because I think I wasn't listening to it. Mm. And then you interviewed him. I was like, let me listen to this shit. Yes, yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. All right, Eric, what you got? Number three. Oh, wait, did you say your number three already? Yeah, Jameson Velvet. Oh, okay, okay, my bad. Um, let's see. My number three 
we talked about it already because you mentioned it on mixtapes. But um, it is Key and Kenny Beats seven seven seven. Okay, all right. Yeah. So we're going. Yeah, that was on. that was a super strong project. We yeah, we talked about that already. All right, Bonnie, Eric, go ahead. Ooh, I don't know how I'm gonna do this because I have way more than ten albums. Um, all right, so let me let me throw this out there. This is not on the like top ten list, but it probably will be in my review and like my YouTube video. I don't know, but oh, Jeremy, for you, that's the uh, girl that I sent you before we did mm-hmm. this with the video that had only a thousand views. Uh-huh. She's really good. She has like an Aaliyah vibe. So if if you know if you want to like listen like some good unknown R and B music, Oh Jeremy for you is one of the best albums to come out this year. Super good. She's from London and she's like really unknown. So that's O J E R I M E. Promise it is a really good album. You'll really love it. Has Aaliyah vibes. Super duper good. Um, and I think. Shout out to Jameson. I'm a I'm gonna swipe it off the list to, to fit the rest. So yeah, I had that on my list too. So I think next I'll go to uh Banjess Silk Canvas. That's my number three. Um they're super good. I think that's a top two at least R and B album of the year. There are some Ethiopian no they're they're Nigerian. Two Nigerian women. And um yeah, man, Black Queens did their thing. It's one of the best R and B albums of the year. Super duper good. It's like it restores the feeling of R and B, man. Super duper good, and yeah, shout out to Van Jess. I guess it's my turn, number two. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, Eric, you said you, you you had this on your list already, and we already talked about it, but you said it was it just came out, so you ain't want to put it on your list so um so high up. But I got it number two on my list. I got Meek Mill Championships. Not mm. mad at you for that at all. Even even though it just came out, it's still one of the best albums this year, man. My first Meek Mill project <laughs> that I liked because I've heard other Meek, I heard all the other Meek Mill projects, and it's always like it got more skips than like favorite tracks. And like, yeah, right. I did like um, Dreams Money Can Buy. It was okay. It was decent, but this album was like complete. Like I liked. Only song I didn't like on it was a song where he was singing in auto tune. I that forgot song, the name. I like that song. Yeah. Like that, that song is terrible. Yeah. I don't know why that's on there. I, I, I dog never, says I never want to hear Meek Mill do auto tune ever again. Yeah, that was that was terrible. He had, dog, he had a song on wins and losses where he was singing in auto tune that was good. Sounds terrible, bro. But this song on championships terrible. I don't you know what he was thinking putting that on there. My dog says you got too many bodies. That song is terrible. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what he was like dog yeah, that was wild. Yeah. We talked about it before. Splash warning is hard. The song with Thug. Um, oh, yeah, that song is crazy. Roddy Rich do, 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 and do, do, do. Future. Yeah. yeah. People said that they didn't like that song. I love that song. I only seen niggas from up north say they didn't like that song. Oh, well, whatever. That's hilarious. Yeah. I've only seen up north niggas say they don't like that song and they don't like the Kodak song and Imagine no not liking that Kodak song. No offense to the New York niggas. I tell you what, their opinions is grain of salt when it comes to Southern rap. So that's there's that there's Bro, that. So Kodak hook on there, it just sounded so like hood and like it just sounded like he recorded that on Moncrief. Like I love that. <laughs> <laughs> he recorded that shit on a block. He recorded that shit in um, Golf Air Flea Market. <laughs> he recorded that shit on Norwood Flea Market grounds, bro. Like that shit was amazing, bro. I love that. In a, in a charger. <laughs> in a 
charger. You girl is in a crown vic, man. She was amazing. <laughs> All right, Eric. Number two, what you got? All right. My number two is Dialect by Playboy Card. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> man. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> number two, Dialect. Let's talk about it. No, man. Can I just go, man. Come on. Hey, shut up. Bruh, one of the best albums. Let's go. Oh, brother. That's- <laughs> Goodness gracious, man. Dog. R.I.P.? Are you kidding me? Amazing song. That's it. That's it? That's it? That's it. That's a really good song. Best songs of the year, nigga. That's that's one of that, that on, song is really bro. only good because of Pierre. That beat is amazing. But I'll give him that. So right. you must so you didn't hear foreign either then. Foreign oh, hard, bro. That, that hook is good. Everything past the hook is trash. Love hurts hard with Travis Scott. Hard. Yeah. R.I.P. Fredo could have been an amazing song, but he made it too cute. He made gangster cheap. He tried to make gangster songs. <laughs> Bro, hitting a nigga with the fire ain't supposed to sound cute, bro. That shit supposed to sound gritty, bro. I'm not trying to hit a nigga with the fire and say, ooh, ooh, ee, fuck, ooh. No, nigga, I don't want to hear that, nigga. Trash, man. Nah, you wasn't feeling the vibe. I don't even like Skeptic, but Lean For Real was hard. Lean For Real hard. Uh, What's the song with with Thug? Chopper Don't Miss. Oh, my God, bro. Only songs I didn't like on there was um, Poke It Out. And I didn't I didn't like that song with Chief Keef on it. Also, I didn't like a lot of people like this song. I didn't like it. I didn't like um, Flatbed Freestyle. Oh, I love Flatbed Freestyle. I hate that. That nigga sound like a Gerber baby on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the appeal. Yeah, I didn't like that. I, I, um, baby the song with Cardi Uzi? Straight. Yeah, the song with Uzi Hard Shooter. Yep. Hardest song. I don't know if I don't know people's opinions on this. Hardest song, middle of the summer with um red coat hearted. Yeah, she went, bro, she went she, off. She, she snapped, snapped on. on that, bro. I was on, I was in man. complete disbelief. Fire, bro. I was I, like, who is this? He does it right now. Man, RP Fredo. Man, this man, this hey, really hard, quickly, hey, Amp, hold on, hold on, hold on. So yeah. I did this for you, Amp. Um, I just called Sachi. Oh, and, shout out Sachi. And they're they we're doing a albums of the year list on his podcast, and um, they're on Dilit. So I'm gonna let you just get your rocks off because you know you like that trash album. All right. So I think that for me, I, I'm not gonna post on my whole you know album of the year like type shit, but my number one album of the year, no doubt, is Dilit. I think that Dilit. Is the most infectious album of the year. Playboy Cardi was able to reach a whole nother level of music with the way that he, I guess, merged with the beat by like just doing the best vocal, I guess, performance I've heard since like I don't know, Prime Young Thug. He's on some other shit. Even the leaks are better than most niggas' albums. I find it an extremely consistent album. Uh, and it's the one I've listened to the most this year, so I have no other choice but to say it is my favorite. Um, I'm really excited to see where he goes as an artist after this, but uh, Flatbed Freestyle is definitely my favorite song of 2018. Yeah. And why, and, why is, and lastly, why is Flatbed Freestyle your favorite song? Flatbed Freestyle is my favorite song. First off, because Pierre Bourne absolutely made one of the greatest, but he did it again. That's you know, one of my favorite beats of the year, for sure. 
Yes, that beat is similar to how infectious the lame niggas beat was on last year's uh, Playboy Cardi project. Um, but the beat is ridiculous. It just it has that thing that like for me like when I'm zoning out in class, that beat is playing. That so that shit. And then yeah, Cardi. I think that that was the um, that was basically Cardi being an extremely. Uh, I guess he's a veteran at this point in this in this SoundCloud rap shit, this new generation. He he's been around for a very long time, and like I think that was the preview, and we all know it was a preview into his new style. He he reached a whole other level of artistry. He started uh, spitting intergalactic transmissions instead of bars, and I just really really <laughs> was astonished by that song. Like till this day, like bro, like like it, it's even if you read it as phonetics or if you actually read the lyrics, which is actually a cry for help. Um, it's basically it's basically the new codeine crazy, and yeah, that's how I feel about that song. I just think that it's just so infectious. It's fucking crazy. You can't get it out of your head, man. It's just the best. And I'm really happy with Playboy Cardi this year, man. Album of the fucking year. Um, shout out to Daytona, too. Yeah, I'm going to call you back. Let's end it on that. Man. He started spitting intergalactic. He said intergalactic. What did you say? Black. He said, hold on, pause it real quick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> That nigga, said, what did he Cardi, say? that nigga said Cardi doesn't spit bars. He's spitting intergalactic emissions. That Transmission. Is, Yo. Transmissions. That's it, crazy. That was the craziest hot day. Okay. Ooh, hop in that motherfucking phone. And that motherfucker be wrong. Big gun, big head. And this is crazy because I like this album. I am 29 years old. I'm not supposed to like music like this. You're not. I'm not supposed to. And this album is the hardest album I heard this year. This is for, for people sure. in my. This for people in my. Uh, Bro, this album is crazy. Like he wasn't saying like it didn't have no bars on it, but the way he was just like pausing this, he was galactic really, tr- transmission. Yeah, like, <laughs> the, the way he turned like his voice to an instrument. The way he was just like. Doing like different things with the beats. Like he listened to the beat and was like studying a beat. Like I'm about to do this, I'm about to do that. Oh my god. Man, that shit hard, <laughs> man. That shit, this album is hard, man. I don't know. I don't All know. Right. What's your number two? What's your number two? Yeah, what's your number two, man? All right. So this is this is such a freaking uh a, a contrast, what I'm finna say. But before I get my number two, like I said, I messed up on my list. So I do want to like Cause like when I do my official top ten, this is going to be in my top ten. These two right here, um, Benny the Butcher, Tana Talk Three, that is the most grittiest. Haven't washed my neck music in so long, bro. <laughs> like I smelt the crackhead when the intro came on. Like I don't know if anybody knows who Benny the Butcher is. Y'all familiar with him? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, he's in Griselda, and gosh, that album is crazy, bro. Like, I feel everything he said. He said, I had to spend nights in them holes for the shit I whipped and sold for three Christmases in a row. And when he said that, I felt that. Like, everything this nigga say is hard, man. And he's a good rapper, bro. He's one of my favorite rappers out right now. Shout out to Benny the Butcher, man. That's, that's one of my favorites. Then the other thing I forgot to put in here was this is this might be like top three to be honest with you. Smino Noir. Gosh, my goodness. I heard that's really good. 
that album is amazing, man. Like it's it's so different. He plays with his voice. It sounds like that album was made inside of an HBCU dorm room, and that's why I think I like it a lot. Like it sounded like he went to FAMU just to make that album, and it's just so youthful and black. <laughs> and I <laughs> and I really <laughs> I really like that album, man. It's really really good. Um, Dreezy had a crazy verse. I never really listened to Dreezy like that, but she's pretty good. Um, Valet, that's how you say his name, right? Yeah, valet. Yeah, uh, shout out to Jay Holiday for getting uh mistaken as valet, um, but like not that type of valet, like driving yeah, valet. valet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and nigga said not with a Gucci jacket on, but um, <laughs> it's not a Jay Holiday man. Um, but yeah, that that song with him and valet is fire. I didn't know valet was that fire. He snapped on that song right there. So yeah, valet got my honorable mention with um, good job. You found me. That EP yeah. was really good. So shout out to him for that. And um, let's get into it, man. Number two. Now, I don't know if you guys are going to like this at all, but my number two rap album of the year, because it is rap, is some rap songs by Earl Sweatshirt. Oh, my God. Let's move on. Let's move on. Now, um, <laughs> come on, man. Now, oh now let me explain God. why I say this. When I first heard this, if anybody subscribed to me on YouTube, you know that I give out the wipe my ass quality and I wipe my booty with some tissue when the album is trash. When I first heard this album, I was on the verge of reviewing it off of first listen and giving it a white my ass quality. But that wouldn't be too professional, wouldn't it? Because I have to give it several listens. So after very many lists, after a lot of listens, excuse me, it's a short album. And it took me in and I'm like, you know what? This is a very, very, very good album. I reviewed it, gave it a good uh, review. Now, as of today, I like it even more because it hit me. And I said, something about this album is really different. And I found out the album is super black. This is one of the most black albums I've heard this decade. But it's subtly black. It's not like uh, Supreme Butterfly, where it's overly black and overtly black. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love that. But the fact that he was able to convey a black message very subtly and covertly is amazing. I couldn't put it into words. So shout out to Pusher T on KTT. He said it the best to me. He said that this album is conveying, um, or he said this album is the acknowledgement and um, celebration of black pain and black excellence. And that's exactly what this is. This album shows black pain and black excellence at its highest form and is very vulnerable. And I think it's incredible. Brilliant. I almost fell asleep. You done? Hey, man. I'll, I'll mess with y'all. I'll mess with y'all. I, I think it's amazing. I was listening. <laughs> I think it's amazing. All right. So my turn, number one. No, 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 no. You slandering this. I need to hear this. We nigga, we just spent about 15 minutes on dialect. We gonna spend some time on some <laughs> rap songs, nigga. Time out. You ain't gonna just go like that, nigga. You done? Nigga, are you no, you have you started, nigga? I want to hear your opinion on this because you said it was trash. I don't like Earl Sweatshirt, so I'm not gonna listen to the album. Oh, the album is trash, but you haven't heard it. it. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I don't like that nigga. I never, I don't, I don't like them odd future niggas. I never. Very have. different. Very different. Though. Even it's though he's not, like not even though he's not really an odd future nigga no more. I don't, I don't really like their music like that. He's forever an odd future nigga. But um, I'm not a fa yeah, I'm not a fan of Earl Sweatshirt, so I'm not gonna listen to this album. I feel you, but and then I, and then when I seen everybody trashing the album, I'm like I'm definitely not listening to this. Album. I feel you. It's it's not um, it's not like his usual stuff because usually. Um, yeah, he's he's rapping very differently. It's like almost like a it's like a it's like MF Doom meets blue. Yeah, you know blue? Make, yeah, of course I know blue is come on. I don't know. Only you and KTT niggas would like that Earl album. 
Um, no, this album is for black people. KZ is for like there's a lot of white people in there. This album mm. is like a black ass album. Mm. You come out like he calling people crackers. Like it's 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 it's, it's really good. So, okay, him calling people crackers is a black album. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what it takes, man. Hey, what I I told you one of my favorite bars of the year off the album. He said, "It's not a black woman I can't thank." Fire, hmm. fire. That's one of my favorite bars of the year, man. But yeah. you don't like black women, so you, you can't relate. Oh wow! <laughs> let's let's go. Let's move on to number one. We just <laughs> talked about it, man. My number one album of the year is Dial It. Phenomenal album, man. Masterpiece. I ain't mad at you. Ain't even mad at you. Dial It, man. Shout out to Playboy Cardi. He on, he gonna be on my real nigga Hall of Fame when we do that episode. So shout sure. out to Playboy Cardi. Amazing album, man. Keep it up, man. Hopefully, he come with something. Uh, I don't, it's gonna be hard for him to top this album. Yeah, but you know what, though, the only reason why I still have a little bit of uh hope for it is because um, the first project was so anticipated, and then this just kind of came out of nowhere and it was so good. Yeah, like so, literally, it when it dropped is when people knew about it. Yeah, <laughs> so. Um, okay, so we're on number one now, right? Yeah, yeah. all right. Um, man, this is gonna be a I, I think I feel like I'm gonna get some uh hate for this, but uh, I have, I, I have a good explanation for it. So, my number one is Astro World, okay? So, all right, so damn, I didn't hey, hold up, respect for you for not having Daytona on your top 10 list. Oh yeah, for sure. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm not crazy. <laughs> but um, all right. So Astroworld is my number one because um, I think after um, Birds in the Trap, I I I think that that album kind of caught me by surprise because um, even though I really liked Rodeo, I didn't know how he was gonna come with like the next project. So I was really refreshed to hear what he did on birds and then you know everybody had been saying that like you know astral was something that like he's basically been waiting his whole career to like drop so when i really heard it and took it in was coincidentally also a weekend that i saw him live i went out to la uh for the hard summer fest and i saw saw him live like like two days after it came out so i feel like i might have a slightly biased perspective on it but for me i think i uh, kind of along the same lines with uh glock bomb with by key glock just as far as like really uh living with an album for a, a, a while i did i definitely did that with astral world and uh he and also like he he was already one of my favorite artists, but he definitely like rose to that top five spot for me after this album. Uh, like the like the way that he um, changed production on multiple songs, the way that the the other thing that I liked about it was I loved how when we got it, we didn't know what any of the features were because he didn't list any of them. So that you just had to listen to it and figure out who was on it just by catching who you thought was on it. And then you could see like people on Twitter trying to guess like whose names it was. And then you didn't really know until like the full credits came out like the next day or whatever like that. And I really appreciated that 
because I kind of liked going into it not having any expectations, just saying like, okay, what is what? Where are you going to take us with this? So, yeah, I think that uh, it's just as far as like music, uh, it, like this whole year, I think he definitely uh, stood alone as far as having the best music out of out of everybody this year. Yeah, I got to re-listen to that album because when I listened to it the first time, it just didn't grab me. But I only listened to it one time, though. The whole album in full. But I do got like five songs that I listen to all the time, but I need to re-listen to the whole thing in full. Yeah, because like, like obviously like Sicko Mode, like I, I think we all kind of, I think everyone kind of knew that that was going to reach as high as it did. Well, I, I I don't even know. I don't think everybody. I don't think I knew that it was going to go number one, honestly. But uh, I I think once I heard it, like for the first time, especially like when I first heard that song for the first time, like not knowing, not looking at the track list, I didn't know that it was like when the song would like break up in different beats. I thought that it was different songs on the track list. Yeah, I, me too. We were in we were in the car on our way to LA for that shit, and I had to ask my friend in the front. I was like, "Yo, like, is this still the same song?" And he would be like, "Yeah, like, it's like three minutes in." And I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, and then like when the Drake part comes on, I'm like, "Oh, so now it's a different song?" And he's like, "Nope, still the same song." I'm like, "You know, so yeah, like that that album was definitely number one to me." Yeah, like a lot of people like sicko mode. I think I still think five percent tent. And um, can't say the best songs on that album. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I, I love those songs. Um, the song with uh, what's it called? Uh, Tame and Pollen, James Blake. That was definitely like a slightly different lane for him, but I appreciated that he stepped outside of the box to do that. Uh, the song with the weekend, I really love that song. Uh, with the with the other one, I think it's like Houston Fornication. That's a really good song. He, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this it, he, and I like that he like even towards the end. I like that he got a little personal, even though he doesn't do that all the time. Like I, I like that he was able to like dive into that bag a little bit. All right, so your number one album, Astro World. I respect that. Yes, sir. All right, Bonnie, Eric, end it, end it for us. What's your number one album? And I have a feeling what your number one album is. I'm, I'm about to throw up. I'm about to throw up. Oh, my God. Pulling up in that new Oh, tour. my God. Boy, star hey, like Pink Floyd. Boy, boy I'm you, boy, ran off on the plug like True Goy. Imagine me doing Come on, man. <laughs> that I did, boy. Ducking in Paris for hits, boy, but these ain't the same type of hits, boy. Come on, man. Man, if you know, you know, was nigga. A, was that a niggas in Paris reference? Yes, that was. I was fired, nigga. Come on, man. He said, we ducking out in Paris for hits, boy, but these ain't the same type of hits, boy. That's fire, bro. Come on. All right, so I didn't let's really, talk about Let's I talk about this album. Let's talk I, didn't, about I didn't like it. I did not like Daytona. I like three songs on it. All right, so I don't think the beats are as good as everybody's making it out. Sleep, to sleep. This is my favorite song. Like it. I like it. Yeah. Hard hard. I live. Hey, look at my new digs. The rooftop can host a painting sit for like forty. The wall. How can you not like the intro though? That song is crazy. 
We made millions. So you don't like the intro? Pulling up in that new soy, the wrist on that boy, rock star like Pink Floyd, waving at everybody. Alumni, too legit. They still looking at me. Not a fan of the beat. I don't like that. Every, beat. You're asleep, bro. This is crack. I don't like this song either. Like the the chick. I don't like the play amongst the stars like the roof no, from the like rake. Get the table. It's like it's like a Kanye beat I've heard before. Bro, this album really made me. My demons, you can that hear that man screaming. I'm no different. This song is terrible. What would Meek do? That's don't not a talk. Yeah, then, then you find out Meek don't really fuck with Kanye like that. This I feel like, you, but push a T verse, nigga. Come on, man. I was, I ain't really, I didn't like the album, man. I listened to it a bunch of times. I tried to listen to it. I don't I think you did, hype. bro. It's no way, bro. I listened to, I bro, I listened to it a bunch of times, man. I tried to give it a chance. And like a lot of people be saying, they like, I don't like it because I'm a Drake fan, but that has nothing to do with it. I just don't like it. I'm not a fan of Pusha T solo shit. Hey, which is kind of strange. I listened to it for like a for like maybe like a week or two, yeah. and then I was and then I was over it. What yeah, would me do is crazy. What would me do is crazy, bro. That nigga said you could smell it through the Tupperware. You two can get you four like a double dare. Come on, bro. He was talking on this album, bro. This album solidified why Pusha T. I'm gonna say it. It ain't even a hot take at this point. Pusha T, low key, at the end of the day, top five dead alive, man. I'm gonna say it, bro. Oh wow. Pusha T, top five dead alive, man. He's up there. I've never heard of that. Like, I don't like making dead or alive list, but if that's on your top five, then okay. I've never heard a bad Pusha T verse. Never heard a bad. The thing Pusha is, is that I've never heard a bad Pusha T verse either, but I've heard it all before. Yeah, pretty much. Nah, man. But I, I like I, that's the thing about it. The fact that he can stay with this same subject and flip it to where I'm intrigued every time. That's the same thing with Young Scooter. I know what I'm gonna get out of Young Scooter. Young Scooter is gonna talk about count music. He's gonna talk about Black Migo Gang. He's gonna give me advice on my uh, checking his account, and I love it <laughs> every well, time. When, well, when did we start praising people that's not versatile? Um, I do think it's versatile because he has songs for women. On oh, no, um on oh, oh, my name is my name. Three. What you mean? Three total. You talking about that song that he tried to sound like Mace? Um, <laughs> I feel like I know what you're talking about, but yeah, I think with, that's the song. He got a, no, he got a song with Kelly Rowland on there. Um, no, he, he, yeah, he, that's he, the one. That's the one. That's the one. Is that the song we sound like Mace? I can't remember because I, I haven't heard that song in a little minute. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the one. Maybe, but even King Push, he has very versatile songs where he's talking about like uh. He's talking about like black people, like black struggles and stuff like that. He's very he, he can switch it up, and I, I appreciate that. I think uh, King Push is a very underrated album because that song where uh, Crutches crosses caskets on there. That song is crazy. I think Pusha T is top five, man. He's he's crazy, bro. Yeah. He's crazy. He's the best Christian trap rapper of all time. Christian, Christian trap. trap. He's fire. <sighs> All right, man. How do you not like Daytona? I don't get it, bro. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at you putting in number one because I know it's gonna be in a bunch of number ones. People, it's it's on most people's number ones, man. It's just like I don't get it, but I can. Some people can not get how I got dial it number one. I mean, I mean that's objectively wrong for you to have that number one. But See, like I can't, I can't have my opinion, but that's not that's, that's just objectively wrong. Man. 
assume people are going to say that I'm putting the number one album that everybody else would put as number one too. So I mean, I'll I get why somebody would put Astro World. I, I think all I think all three of our number ones can be respected. No, yours is not respected at all. Not, yeah, it is. If it's respected, it's a lot of people. It's it's Dalit's going to be on people's list. And guess what? I don't respect their opinion. Hey man, it is what it is. Hey man, that nigga. Oh, did you like the first one? Did you like um no Cardi? After the you first just... one, that's when I made clone Cardi. That's when I made the mixtape clone of him because I thought it was that trash. Do you like can you heard Cancun? Uh is that fucking on your thought? We in Cancun. Every playbook song, Cardi man. song sounds the same. Okay, man. Except when he does the baby voice. His man, the beats don't sound the same though. Yeah, I think his producers are the real MVP. You think it's his producers? Yes. If he was, if those beats weren't that amazing, niggas would not like Playboy Cardi like that. Shout his, out to Pierre. His beats are just amazing. That's what it is. If his beats were not that amazing, the feeling that he created would not be any type of like, uh, you know, like sensational or intergalactic transmissional. You know what I'm saying? He wouldn't be feeling that way. If That's the beats crazy. Were this man said transmission. That's in a car. <laughs> is that what? <laughs> yeah, he said intergalactic transmissions. That's, he did say transmissions. Hey, he man, said whatever. transmissions, bro. Whatever, man. And I was like, what's going on right now? Yeah, I was like, I was like, yo, I love this album too, but dang, bro. Sachi really loved that shit. This man, right. this man said transmissions, bro. <laughs> hey, man. He, he was in his bag. He was in his review bag. You can you can tell whenever a nigga says bro five times about a subject that he loves that. Shit. <laughs> it's fine. Well, all right, man. That was our top five list, man. Let's go ahead and end this because we were recording a long ass time. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We breaking this. It's gonna be broken up into two episodes, but this is this this is a long ass recording, man. All right, so uh, I ain't got nothing else to say, man. Top ten mixtapes, top ten albums, man. Y'all got anything to lead the listeners with before we head out? Um, I want to say, because uh, y'all be talking about, like, so y'all just talking about sales, so I guess we can end it with sales. Um, apparently, it just came out that uh, that nigga X sold 160K first week. Hmm. So I don't know if anybody cares about that. but So he was number one, pretty much. Yeah, and Gucci sold 59K. That's a lot for Gucci. Usually Gucci flop. <clears throat> so, yeah. That is I, didn't even know they, I didn't know the Gucci dropped till like, the next day. So yeah, yeah, I didn't really like hear a lot about that until it came out. It's it's pretty, it's decent. Mm. It's decent for n- new Gucci, pretty much. Okay. All right, so Eric, you got anything to lead with the listeners, man? Um, oh, oh that, man. I keep forgetting it's two Eric's on here. <laughs> yeah, you, you said enough. Stop talking. <laughs> uh, nah, man, just uh, you know, follow Ill Roots. Uh, hopefully. You know, we're going to have a pretty big year, 2019. Um, follow me, the Eric G Life. And, uh, yeah, th- thanks again, Amp. Thanks again, Eric. And, yeah, I appreciate y'all, man. All right, man. So, uh, with all that said, we out. Peace.